Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Tech stocks took a beating overnight in US trade, leading US markets to a four week low. Apple shares are down 14% over the past three trading sessions. It's lost some 325 billion US dollars in market cap during that period. To put that number back in context, those losses are about equal to the company's projected revenue for the next calendar year. Back here in Asia, markets are following the US lower, but the losses are not as steep. Sydney is down 2%. Tokyo and Seoul are both off more than 1%. Joining me now for a closer look at the sell-off is Ryan Huang. How you doing? It's hump day, Ryan. Hey, we made it to Wednesday, so almost there. Yeah, feeling it. Not a great day for US markets, though. Third day of losses in a row. No one likes it, but really last night's US stock performance is a sharp reminder that stocks can go down as well as up. The Dow dropped more than 600 points. The Nasdaq fell 4% and is now officially in correction territory, down 10% in just three days. And here's another eye-popping fact for you. The six biggest tech stocks have lost more than one trillion US dollars in market value over the past three trading sessions. So, Ryan, last week we talked about how options trading can magnify market movements. There is some talk that options buying by one company, SoftBank, triggered the sell-off. Tell us more about this whale and what is the likelihood that it's true? Yeah, talk about amplifying. You mentioned three days, 10% down for the NASDAQ. That is the fastest correction on record. The previous correction on record was six days, and this was sometime in March. So half the time it took to go into a correction. So looking at what we saw theoretically, this is a theory. So we don't have the details um, with what's the actual uh, purchasing history. And this is behind SoftBank. Um, This is reported by some newspapers, Financial Times and Wall Street Journal. They are saying SoftBank was a huge will when it comes to buying options. And this really pushed the needle in terms of what's been happening in the uh, markets because the options in turn uh, trigger the dealers, the brokers to buy the actual underlying stock. So what's happened is SoftBank, um, they were in the news for buying $4 billion of options. And this includes the likes of Amazon, Netflix, Microsoft. So all in is exposure to nearly $50 billion. So CEO Masayoshi-san really making a huge aggressive bet on these companies. But what's interesting is despite all that happening, um, that big bet on tech, which has been doing well, SoftBank's shares did not do well and it dropped more by more than 7%. And some of the negative reaction is because investors were taken by surprise. Uh, they did not expect SoftBank to go on such a huge aggressive move into the, the well, somewhat volatile space of technology. And um, because Masayoshi-san, after the whole debacle around WeWork, after huge losses chalked up by the division fund, he said SoftBank will go defensive. But going into tech is not exactly what people had in mind when it comes to defensive uh, defensive strategy. And also, if investors wanted to go into technology, they could have gone to buy those US names themselves. They did not need to buy SoftBank. So a bit of a misalignment, a bit of a, oh, I guess, sense of being upset with SoftBank. So that is now uh, also a problem for SoftBank when you look at what's been happening for the markets. Mm-hmm. Those options were for the market to go up. And in the past three days, we've seen such a huge sell-off. So you might see 
Masayoshi san in another spot of trouble if those gambles, those gambles, those bets don't pay off. So he is on the edge of his seat right now, I imagine. Yeah, they say don't fight the Fed. Maybe it should be don't fight the SoftBank now. SoftBank Group falling more than 5% in today's morning trade. The stock has plunged more than 10% since Friday's close. Tech companies are leading this market sell-off. To what extent do analysts think the losses are going to spread to other sectors or are you already seeing a major rotation? Yeah, so that is a bit of a yes and no right now. So going by the argument for no, it might not spread uh, or rather, no, it's uh, going to be spreading. So you have the theory that you might see other, um, I guess, stock investors rotating to other stocks. So that could support the stock market in terms of other sectors. So that is the argument for no, uh, because right now it is so hard to find value anywhere. People might, st- might stay invested in the stock market. So that is the theory in that camp. But if you look at the other camp, the argument for yes, it might be a wider drag. You have things like, Oil prices, oil prices taking a huge slump. Overnight, it was down by 8%. And that is dragging down in Australia, the oil majors right now. And that has a potential ripple effect to other industries, adjacent industries, services, banks, and whatnot. So that could be something to watch out for. Uh, and if you look at what's happening on the COVID-19 front, a bit of bad news with a delay from AstraZeneca. You have the Trump versus China um, dispute going on right now. Uh, Over the weekend, he said he wants to decouple from China. So that could be part of the pent-up sell-off pressure that we had because um, we had the Labor Day uh, closure on Monday. And also Brexit now coming back into the forefront in the headlines could be another dampener on wider sentiment. So you have a bit of a few moving parts for people to digest in the weeks to come. Taking a deeper dive in the to the tech-led downdraft of U.S. markets. One of the biggest losers overnight was Tesla. It suffered its biggest single-day drop in the car maker's history, down 21%, trending even lower in after-hours trade. Now, aside from the fact that the stock has been on a tear this year, up over 300%, why else were Tesla's shares particularly hard hit? Okay, so you do have the wider sentiment around tech being one factor, and a lot of investors were betting on Tesla being included in the S&P 500. Of course, that didn't happen on Friday. We saw the likes of online marketplace Etsy, Teradyne, and another company going into the S&P 500 500 instead of Tesla. So that was a huge hit for Tesla. And you also now have a lot of headlines around how Tesla is not going to have a profitable outlook uh, because a lot of the, I guess, um, benefits it has been receiving has been in the form of selling pollution credits to other vehicle makers. So there is this belief that that is not going to be sustainable in propping up the bottom line. And that is something that is weighing on investors now as well. On top of the fear that the valuations of Tesla have run up too much, just this year alone is up nearly 400%. So that is a very huge spike when it comes to, uh, well, I guess the closest word is a bubble. Yeah, so it may be a good company, but the share prices just don't support uh, the stock prices. All right, another company in the red, AstraZeneca. Its shares down more than 6% in after-hours trade on news that AstraZeneca will be suspending its COVID-19 vaccine trials. It's been in the lead so far. How big a setback is this for AstraZeneca and are the trials likely to resume? Yeah, so this was something people were hoping to see succeed, right? And they were pricing it in into the stock markets. So AstraZeneca had a bit of a setback in the trials. Uh, there was one 
participants in the UK having an adverse reaction to one of the uh, late stage trials. So that everything is now put on hold. So it is being delayed for safety reasons. So it could put a bit of a spanner in the works for those hoping to see the COVID-19 situation um, improve and recovery for the economy come back. So that is now being, um, I guess, pushed back to a certain extent in terms of uh, expectations. So I think that is being priced in back into the market now. We might not see the vaccine this year. Mm. Another uh, company that I want to focus on, Tomasic Holdings, reporting a decline in its portfolio returns, down more than 2% in the last fiscal year, ending in March. On top of that, we've learned that Singapore shares are no longer the biggest part of its portfolio. Tell us more about its exposure. Yeah, down 2.2%. And this compares with a 1.49% in the last annual report. So that is a bit of contrasting fortunes. Of course, it had a bit of a promising year, but it says it was cut short with what happened with COVID-19. Uh, but it says the portfolio is still quite resilient because it had limited exposure to the belly hit travel hospitality and entertainment sectors. Um, what's also worth interesting is the change in the um, positioning of the portfolio. So you've got now China taking over Singapore for the first time. And this is with a 29% share of assets. And for Singapore, it's now at 24%, which is actually the lowest since the um, portfolio was uh, created. So you've got a bit of change in exposure right now. And one of the reasons is because the Singapore exposure, you've got stakes in the likes of Singtel, DBS, and these big um, companies have seen their valuations drop quite a bit with what's happening with COVID-19. Conversely, with China, you've got investments in the likes of Alibaba, uh, Meituan Tianping. So these are tech names which are enjoying a huge um, rally momentum. So that has helped push up the value of the Chinese portfolio. So that is uh, something I think you can look forward to in the coming weeks and months, technology being in the headlines. Okay, with so many tech stocks in the red, I wanted to turn our attention to a company that's moved sharply in the other direction yesterday. You might say it's the opposite of a tech firm, Nongfu Spring. They sell bottled water and other packaged drinks over in China. On listing on the Hong Kong exchange yesterday, its shares surged, jumping as much as 85% at one point. We talked about it on the show here. You might have heard it mentioned yesterday in the morning. Now, Ryan, why are Hong Kong investors gushing all over this company? Okay, so the theory around it is, well, at least one theory is, uh, with the well, difficulty in finding value in the stock markets, people are turning to IPOs. And this was dubbed the hottest IPO in town for Hong Kong. And it's so hot. In fact, you mentioned, you talked about that day one pop is up nearly 89% at one point. It closed higher by over 50%. So much so that it has overtaken Danone, that huge French giant which makes your... Um, Evian bottles, your Vovic bottles of water and the many yogurt brands you find at the supermarket. It has overtaken the likes of that French giant and it has now a market value of $48 billion. So this has really well, created the impression that it might be a good time for IPOs to go into the market and tomorrow will be something worth watching. Yum Holdings, this is the brand that operates... KFC and Pizza Hut in China, they will be making their debut tomorrow. So it could be a promising time for them. Uh, so that is pretty much capitalizing on the 
growth picture as well. More people, the middle class consumption story, and of course, that lack of opportunity in the markets right now, leading to mom and pop investors flooding into IPOs. Yeah, and the share surge for Nongfu Spring has boosted the fortunes of its low-profile billionaire founder, Zhong Shan Shan, who is now one of China's richest people. We'll keep a look on Nongfu Spring, keep a look out for the shares and see whether it can replicate spectacular uh, first trading day results. All right. Let's check in with local stocks now. The Straits Times Index closed a few points above 2,500 yesterday, Ryan. How's it doing this morning? Okay, I'm afraid it's right across the screen for Asia. Like you pointed out at the start of the conversation, you've got Australia down by over 2%, dragged down by energy and tech stocks. You've got the Korean and Japanese markets down by over 1%. And quite a similar picture for Singapore, down by around 0.8%. And that is now trading at 2,484 points for the STI. That is the lowest in more than a month. And some of the stocks to watch out for is, I guess, Semcorp Marine. In the news yesterday, because it announced the rights issue was undersubscribed and Tomasic had to mop up the remaining 10%. So we saw the stock price yesterday drop to 19, 19.3 cents. That's below the rights issue price of 20 cents. Right now, it's down by 13%. And now trading at 16.7 cents. So it is also, of course, being hit by the wider, broader broader sell-off in the markets right now. All right. Thanks very much. We'll take a closer look at uh, Singapore markets and small cap stocks you may be interested in in 40 minutes in the Money and Me. Stay tuned. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm 893 or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.